Hello guys, this is my new disclaimer that I have to give before my show. So, just because I do the podcast does not mean that it will in any way affect my refereeing skills. Just because I do the podcast and sometimes make some puns at some people, I love you all, and I will never ever throw a game and risk my $45 a game for the fact that you guys think I want to throw your stupid flag football game. I am just there to ref, and I probably know the rules second, maybe third best out of all the refs, so, you know, just leave me be when I'm refing. I, it, it, you know, I, I don't believe I have to put this dis- disclaimer in, but welcome to Bucket Hats and Toe Taps, guys. Now that this disclaimer's over, I'm going to get right into everything. We're going to hop into the North um, Division. We're going to see what the matchups happened last week. We're going to see how everything panned out, and then we're going to go into the matchups for next week. So, <coughs> with that being said, guys, the uh, first matchup for the North Division, we had the Miami Sharks versus Paz and TDs. Paz and TDs showed that they had absolutely no rust on their wheels, and they came out swinging. They won 47-14. Um, Paz and TDs is a team that I said was going to be a very good team throughout the season. They're going to be a team to be reckoned with throughout the Gold Division. So look to see how they play, and we'll see how the Miami Sharks rebound after taking their first L this season. Then you had Dr. D versus Plan B. Plan B ended up coming up on top, 30-14. to 14. After signing a couple new additions in the offseason and everything, Plan B came out swinging, showing that they were a high-powered offense and the defense was very well put together, um, holding the other team to only 14 points, scoring 30 points. Um, may not have been as strong as the showing as past the TDs, but Plan B is definitely a team to be reckoned with as of right now within the gold division. Then you had the Outlaws versus the Moneymakers, which was a game that actually never ended up happening because the Moneymakers ended up not being able to show up. So um, Outlaws ended up taking a forfeit victory, which is now showing 6 nothing on the schedule. So we'll see how that um, ends up affecting standings later in the year and everything. And moving on to the South Division matchups that we had last uh, week, we had the Pylon Pythons versus 732. Uh, Pylon Pythons ended up coming out on top 19-8. to uh, Pylon Pythons showed that they deserved to be moved up in a division. You know, taking out a team that was within, or, uh, within their division and everything, showing that, you know, they can beat a, at least one of the teams in their division. So it's good to see them taking out a dub in their first uh, game in the new division. Um, we already talked about Dr. D and Plan B. Plan B ended up being in gold, and now Dr. D is in silver or the South Division as of right now. So they ended up losing, as I said, 30-14. And then you had Royalty versus the Monstars, which I think was one of the best games um, of the day, if not the game of the day. It ended up coming down to the wire, and Royalty ended up winning 40-39. to um, That was a really, really, really well-fought game from both teams. I got to um, watch that game, and it was a lot of fun to see how um, Royalty played. It was a lot of fun to see how the uh, Monstars ended up playing with their new team and everything, but it was a great game altogether, and seeing the game come down to the wire was one of those games where it was it, it was just fun to watch. Um, and that, you know, wraps up the South Division for now. We'll go into the standings and the matchups for next week after this. Um, then you had, for the East Division, or the Bronze Division, as I like to call it, you had the Friendly Gentleman versus Going Deep. Going Deep ended up absolutely eviscerating the Friendly Gentleman with a score that I've never seen ever before. It was 70-20. to 20. They ended up scoring 10 times, I'm guessing, at least. I don't even know if, if extra points didn't end up being made. They might have scored 11 times. I really don't know, but that's fucking insane to see Going Deep put up that many points. Uh, then you had Show Us Your TDs, ended up taking their first dub of the season over Revenge Tour 36-14. to That was a great game. I got to play in that game. A lot of fun. Revenge Tour is not a bad team, 
Um, I don't know if they're just growing pains because they're a new put-together team or what it was, but they'll they'll end up doing a little bit better throughout the season, I think. Then you had the Spartans versus Victorious Secret. Uh, the Spartans ended up winning 40-12. to um, I'm pretty sure they retired Victorious Secret as a team. Like, all together, pretty sure the Spartans just retired them as a team. I don't think they are a team anymore. I think Victoria's Secret is out of the like the the, the league. <laughs> I think they just quit. I don't know. We'll see if they end up fielding a team. But as of right now, I know they at least have a bye, and I think they're done. I, I yeah, I think they're done. Um, but Spartans ended up showing that they are a team to be reckoned with uh, as of right now, showing that even though they were dropped into the bronze, or were they in bronze already? I don't know if they were dropped into bronze or if they were from or if they were in silver. I don't know. But they they're showing that they are a team to uh to be reckoned with throughout this division. And then you had the Black Panthers versus the Great Apes. Black Panthers ended up winning twenty six to six. Uh, Black Panthers given a strong showing to start the season. Great Apes are a good team, so for them to win twenty six six is a uh, a good showing on their part. And um we'll see how the Great Apes rebound from that as of next week. And then we're gonna talk about the West Division, <clears throat> where I believe the Great Apes are now. I believe after losing to the Black Panthers, they ended up getting moved down to the West Division, so they currently are in the West. Um, then you had Friendly Gentlemen, who ended up playing going deep and losing 70-20. to 20. They also got moved down to the West, so those are two teams that we've already went over the scores for. Then you had the Rejects versus TF Rating, 23-6. That was a, uh, that was something. Uh, uh yeah, there was a whole bunch of stuff on Instagram, and, and there was a whole bunch of beef on the field, and, uh, I know it's mostly love between everybody, um, between us and TF Rating, but um, uh, I don't know. There's one kid, Danny Bex. I, I, I don't like that kid at all. That kid's a, yeah. I'm going to leave it at that, but yeah, there's something else. They're, they're, they're something, man. Um, they're a team that's uh, very hot-headed, but uh, I, like I said, I like most of the kids on the team. I think that the hot-headedness came between you know the fact that they wanted to beat us and we were just, you know, not letting them come back whatsoever. So um, it was interesting to play them and end up winning 23-6. I thought it'd be a little bit closer. But, um, yeah, between that and uh, the fight that was on the field and then all the, the Instagram beef that was happening, it was it was a rough one this week. But um, we'll see how TF rating rebounds from that. We'll see how the defending champs go on into next week. And we'll see if they can take another dub and continue their dominant streak throughout the West. Then you had the Militia versus DeBerg. Uh, Militia ended up winning 47-29. Militia is a well-put-together team. They're not too bad, so um, seeing them score a decent amount of points isn't too surprising. I don't know if it's the same Militia that we used to see because uh, Militia used to be an older team that uh, was in the division back when we were triangle out. Uh, he used to have this guy who he's a quarterback who like smokes cigarettes on the sideline. We call him Tom Brady. But um, if that's the same militia, it's going to be fun to see them playing and everything. I love that team all together. And I don't know anything about DeBerg, so I'll learn a little bit more about them and give you a bit, little bit more of an uh, update on them when I have, well, any info on them because I know nothing about this team as of right now. Then you had Vicious and Delicious versus One Hit Wonders. Two, Mat or, well, two Aberdeen Matawan teams kind of going up against each other. Vicious and Delicious, a whole bunch of um, cops from the area. And then One Hit Wonders, a bunch of kids from Matawan um, playing together. And Vicious and Delicious ended up taking that one, 34-26. It was a well-played well, well game. It was tit-for-tat between the two teams. Um, they almost had the ability to tie it towards the end, but unfortunately they were not able to score. 
Um, I believe it came down to actually the last play was they made it down to the three-yard line and then time expired before they could try to run a play to get into the end zone. So unfortunately for them, they ended up losing. But uh, Vicious and Delicious, a strong team. We'll see how they play throughout the rest of the season. And then one-hit wonders showed that they are a team that can hold their own against one of the top teams in this division. So we'll see how they play. Um, <clears throat> we can move on into... The next matchups for the up-and-coming week, we'll move back to the north. You have Pass and TDs versus 732. Um, 732 was a team that ended up playing Pylon Pythons and losing. So I think this is a crossover game, maybe. I don't know if they're in silver or if they're a gold team that ended up losing to a silver team. I don't know what's going on there, but 732, as of right now, will be playing Pass and TDs. I'm going to give that advantage to Pass and TDs 100%. I think they're going to win this one. Then you have Moneymakers versus Pray for Snow. Um, Moneymakers are a well-put-together team and a very strong team. And Pray for Snow is a strong team that we saw play last year. I'm pretty sure they got Trevor Garland at quarterback. He's a pretty good quarterback. Their um, team's pretty well put together. But we'll see how Moneymakers, if they end up showing up this week, how they perform against the uh, strong team of Pray for Snow. And then you have Miami Sharks, who ended up losing 14 to 20 or 14 to 47 against Pass and TDs, going up against Plan B, who ended up winning 30 to 14. So we'll see if Miami Sharks can put it together and end up winning over Plan B, or we'll see if Plan B is dominant and continue their winning streak as of right now. Um, those are the matchups for the North Division. Moving into the South, you have, oh yeah, Pass and TDs versus 7-3-2. So that's a crossover game. And then Moneymakers and Pray for Snow looks like a crossover game because that's also on the South schedule. So when we get to the standings, I'll have a better idea of what team's in what division and everything. And then you have Royalty versus Dr. D. That's going to be a full-on South game. Um, Dr. D, I think, is a strong team, but I think after the showing that Royalty had this week that they might come up out on top of this one, but we'll have to see how they perform. And then you have the Monsters versus Pylon Pythons. Um, as well as Pylon Pythons play, I hate to say that the Monsters were playing really, really well last week. I think that they come out on top of this one, but we'll see how Pylon Pythons end up doing against them. Um, they are a strong team, and they do play well together, so we'll see if they are able to keep it together and play well against the um, against the Monsters this week and hold them to uh, hopefully less points than were put up la or, uh, last week because you don't want to have a team scoring 39 against you. Um, not that Pylon let up 39, I'm just saying Monsters were able to put up 39 against a very strong team in Royalty, so we'll see how Pylon can hold off against them. And then moving on into the East Division, you have the Spartans versus the Phantoms. That is the game of the day, in my opinion. Two teams that are well-known throughout the league, and they are both two teams that, you know, have a little bit of, uh, what's the, internal chemistry, like they're friends of friends, and like each team has friends on each team, and, you know, they know each other from school, etc., etc. So it's going to be basically, you know, the Kempels and all them versus Ant and his boys. I want to say the Spartans come out on top, but the Phantoms apparently have a whole bunch of new ads this season, so we'll see how they end up playing. We'll see how they end up performing against the Spartans. That's going to be a great game, bright and early at 9 a.m. Then you have the Renegades versus Show Us Your TDs at 10. That's going to be a fun game. Um, Renegades, I don't think have played this season as of yet. They'll be playing their first game against us. 
Um, we're going to be missing our starting quarterback, but, you know, I'm not going to make excuses. It, it is what it is. If you're missing a player, you got to do what you got to do for that week. So we'll have our backup in, but it should be fun. Then you have Spartans playing their second game of the day versus the Renegades, also playing their second game of the day. So that's going to be a, um, a shootout between these two teams, I think. I think um, unless the Renegades are putting together a better squad than they had last year, I think that the Spartans come out on top of this one simply because the Spartans are a well-put-together team and they have been scoring pretty well and their quarterback is shifty as fuck. And then you have Black Panthers versus Revenge Tour, and I think Black Panthers come out on top of this one, no doubt in my mind, simply because Black Panthers are a decent team, ended up winning 26-6 to over the Grape Apes, and Revenge Tour seemed to struggle a little bit against um, my team last week, so we'll see if they're able to put it together, and if they're able to perform a little bit better against the uh, Black Panthers. And then you have the West Division, or the Diet Bronze Division, or... Uh, I don't know, plastic, I don't know what I called this division, copper, yeah, copper division, that's what it was, um, you have the friendly gentleman versus the militia, that's going to be a great game, seeing as the friendly gentleman just got their uh, asses kicked in the division above, so they're going to look to hopefully bounce back from that, and then you have the militia, who are a decent team, finally making a, um, a sh showing in their division, seeing that they are a team to, um, I guess be reckoned with. I don't know if it was just because they're playing a new team that wasn't well put together or if they're actually going to be able to score a lot this year. So we'll see how they end up playing. Then you have Vicious and Delicious versus TF Rating. Depending on how TF Rating and, you know, what squad shows up this week, I still think Vicious and Delicious have the edge in this one, especially if they have their starting quarterback this week. So we'll see how Vicious and Delicious do against TF Rating, but I'm going to give the edge to Vicious 100%. And then you have One Hit Wonders versus the Rejects. That's going to be a great game. I also get to play in that game. Um, you have the Rejects um, versus a team of a whole bunch of our friends, so it's going to be a fun time there. Um, I don't know if Rejects are going to be at full strength, but again, without players, you got to do what you got to do, and it is what it is. So we'll work on that. We'll see how um, see what Sunday brings and everything. And then you have the Great Apes versus Duberg. Um, Great Apes being a well put together team and a team that normally are able to score a decent amount and keep teams off the board. I think they'll end up winning this one over Duberg. Um, but, you know, putting up 29 points against Militia shows that they can score, so we'll see what they're able to do this week against Great Apes. Um, and that is all of the matchups and the, the uh, matchups from this week and last week. And what we're going to do is we're going to go over the standings now. We're going to start with the North Division, where you have the Outlaws in first place, because for some reason Gary still has points against as the tiebreaker after, you know, wins-losses. I think it should be point differential. That's just my opinion, simply because, you know, point differential is, like, you know, the real factor here, even though, you know, they would still have the lower point differential seeing as they had a forfeit. But anyways, that, uh, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Then you have passing TDs at 1-0 and then plan B at 1-0. Um, then you have Moneymakers at 0-1 and Miami Sharks at 0-1, rounding off the standings in the North. So right now we only have five North teams Outlaws, Pass and TDs, Plan B, Moneymakers, and Miami Sharks. I think that might change depending on if Gary moves up a team or down a team, depending on how some of these teams play. If there is a team in the West that's, um, West, East, or no, a team in the East that's doing well, they might move up to the South, and then that might open a spot for somebody to move up to the North. It all depends on how everything pans out. Normally, Gary has everything locked in by, like, the third week of the season, so we'll see if these are going to change or anything. Then you have the South Division where you have the Pylon Pythons at 1-0. Royalty at 1-0. Oh, he has Pray for Snow in the Silver Division. That's what it is. So Pray for Snow is a team I think will end up moving up into the North Division, depending on if they have the squad from the summer. And then you have 732 at 0-1. 
Dr. D at 0-1, and then Monstars. So you have Pylon and Royalty at 1-0, Pray for Snow at 0-0 because they haven't played a game, and then 7-3-2, Dr. D, and Monstars, all at 0-1 as of right now, rounding off the standings for the South. Then you have the East. You have the Black Panthers in first, Spartans in second, Show Us Your TDs in third, and Going Deep in fourth, all at 1-0. Still think this should be different based on point difference. Oh, wait, did he switch it? No, it's still points against. God damn it. Switch it to point differential. Anyways, but they're at 1, 2, 3, and 4, respectively, as of right now, based on what Gary has as the tiebreaker, which I think should change. Still petitioning for it, seeing as it is the beginning of the season when you told me to ask to petition for it last time. And then you have the Phantoms and the Renegades, both at 0-0, haven't played a game. Um, Phantoms will be playing their first, Renegades will be playing a doubleheader, so we'll see how those two teams end up doing. And then you have Revenge Tour and Victoria's Secret at 0-1. Like I said, Revenge Tour... Um, currently will be the only 0-1 team, because I think Victoria's Secret is out. I, again, I don't know as of yet. Um, and then moving on to the West, you have the Rejects at 1-0 in first, Vicious and Delicious at 1-0 in second, and then Militia at 1-0 in third. Um, and then you have all 0-1 teams underneath that. You have TF Rating, Great Apes, One Hit Wonders, DeBerg, and Friendly Gentlemen, all at 0-1 respectively within their group. So as of right now, it looks like the West and the East have the bigger groupings of the teams. We'll see if any of those teams end up moving up, moving down. We'll see how it ends up turning out by the end of the season. But we'll see if any of those teams can prove that they are good enough to compete with, you know, silver teams and see if they end up moving up, etc., etc. But um, <clears throat> I've had a couple people contact me recently about doing interviews and everything so what i'm going to start doing at the field is after game interviews try to get your insight on the games try to get your ideas on what happened throughout the game so i have a better idea when i'm reporting on these games if there are any big plays if there are any things that you guys wanted to mention that might have been you know game changing like a big flag that might have been you know i'm not going to rip on the refs and say like you know that guy was wrong especially if i don't see it well you know it's nice to hear like a team thinking like you know if that flag didn't happen there this could have like it's good to get insight from the players while everything's happening on the field and getting it while it's fresh in their heads so i'm probably going to do interviews at the field after games are over so i have a little bit more insight on the games and you know let you guys talk a little bit and then like i've been saying on one of these saturdays i'm going to do like a discord chat again and go live on my twitch and have you guys like a couple of the captains talk see what you guys think should be new addition new rule edition see if anything you guys th should uh think should change see how i want to do it like not like probably week four ish because i want to have um the standings i want to have at least four games under our belt probably five maybe and then once we have that i want to get your ideas on like you know the standings and everything get your ideas on what you guys think are the power rankings and the front running teams for each division from that that point on and you know I, I just want to expand the podcast as much as I can, try to get a little bit more fan involvement or player involvement, whatever you guys want to consider. And I don't want to call you guys fans because that, that sounds a little corny. But, you know, a little bit more player involvement and get you guys, like, you know, talking on the podcast a little bit more where it's not just me, where we have a little bit more interaction, we have a little bit more back and forth and everything. Um, but, yeah, that's um, that wraps it up for this podcast. Basically, we had the standings. We have the matchups for next week. And then we went over the matchups from last week and, you know, what I think of the teams so far. Um, I think that the East Division is probably the most competitive division. I was looking at the um, the standings and I was saying, wow, I would hate to be a playoff team because Black Panthers, Spartans, show us your TDs, go in deep, Phantoms, Renegades, all are 
above average teams, especially for their division. They're all very competitive when they play against each other. So it's going to be great to see how they end up performing throughout the rest of the year. And then you have um, Revenge Tour and possibly Victoria's Secret if they come back again. I don't know. I think they're done as of right now. But you have Revenge Tour. That's a new team trying to get used to everything. I don't know if Gary will knock them down and possibly move another team up. But as of right now, East is 100% the most competitive division. You have six teams here that could all end up pushing for first. So we'll see how they end up playing. And we'll see how they, uh, the you know the standings end up panning out within the next couple of weeks. But I'll see you guys on Sunday. I'm not refing this week because I have a 10 o'clock game and a 12 o'clock game. And I'm pretty sure Gary didn't want to, like, have somebody come to the field and then not ref two games while I'm playing. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, while I'm not playing and then while I'm playing, have a guy. It would have been complicated for Gary to have, like, scheduling because uh, it would have required an extra guy at the field for when I played and everything. So, instead, he just gave the uh, games to somebody else. I'll be refing week three, I'm pretty sure Gary said. So, I'll see you guys. Um... My new refing jer- I got my new ref jersey in the mail and everything. I'm big hyped. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun this season. I think that this season is going to be one of the more competitive seasons. It looks like the gold division having, le- like, you know, less players in it is going to be a very competitive division as of right now. We'll see if we have anybody um, end up moving up and, you know, making a stake for that gold division championship as of right now. But, you know... Right now, it looks like either Plan B or Passing TDs. We'll see if any of the other teams can comp- compete. We'll see if Money Makers are able to actually play, depending on if they show up or whatever. And we'll see if the Miami Sharks and the Outlaws are able to, because from what I hear, the Outlaws have a whole new squad that they put together with a whole bunch of new guys. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I was talking to Frankie about it. He thinks his new team is going to be able to perform really well this year. So I'd like to see how they actually play when they actually get a game under their belt and everything. So like I said, thank you guys for listening. Go follow the Twitter at Bucket Hat Toe Tap. All one word, all singular, at Bucket Hat Toe Tap. Um, This will be posted on Apple Music, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Sorry, not Apple Music. Apple uh, Podcasts, Spotify, and then... um, also Podbean where I actually post the podcast and everything. So just keep an eye out for that. You guys can look at uh, Mammoth Adult Flag Football for the um, for the Facebook. There's a group that uh, Gary posts a whole bunch of stuff. I'll normally post the photos that I take. I don't know if I'll be doing photos this year because I'll be refing and I'll be playing. So um, depending on if we have photos this year, I'll be posting them to that uh, page. And then Gary also posts a whole bunch of updates and highlights that he takes on the um, Instagram that he has. I think it's Monmouth County Flag Football or Monmouth Adult Flag Football. I don't know. Just look up Monmouth County and Flag, and it should be there. You should see all the highlights from week one. Um, And, yeah, I'll talk to you guys this Sunday or tomorrow, seeing as I'm putting this out on Saturday. So I'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Um... And yeah, if you guys want me to do the snack stand and everything, let me know. I didn't bring the snack stand this week. I didn't bring it last week because, I don't know, it seems like when it gets colder, people don't want as much stuff. But I'll have the snack stand if you guys want. Um, Just let me know. Keep me updated and everything. And like I said, if you guys have any updates or anything that you guys want me to do for the podcast or anything extra you guys think I should do or add, I've been getting Instagram DMs and I've been getting Twitter DMs of people suggesting stuff that I should do for the um, podcast. I've been having people walk up to me on the field, let me know. So... If you guys have any suggestions, let me know. I'd love to uh, build this podcast to be a lot better. And I'd like to, you know, get a lot more people to join the league because it's a lot more fun. I know we lost the Staten Island guys, but when there's more people in the league, it's a lot more fun, you know, even if we do have field restrictions right now. But 
we'll work on getting more fields and everything, and we'll work on bettering, you know, the league, as we always do. So I'll talk to you guys Sunday. Thank you for listening, and see you guys.